The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently, we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above Rise all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, Mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And good day, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the vote rockers are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible. As the authoritative word of God, glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com and also SonsofLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio, head over to SonsofLibertyMedia.com and there you're going to see two videos at the top of the screen. The one on the left side of the page is Bradley's show from yesterday. So if you missed that, uh, you can catch that up until 3 p.m. Eastern today, at which time he'll be live. He should be there for two hours today uh, because it's Saturday. So be sure to check that out at sonsoflibertymedia.com. On the right side of the page is where we're at. Click on the play button, blow it up whatever device you got, and then look for the rumble icon in the bottom right-hand corner. 
click on that and you can join us in the chat over there. We got a lot of friends over there this morning. Good to see all of you guys. And uh, yeah, you can interact with them over there. The um, channel is Sons of Liberty Radio Live on Rumble, Sons of Liberty Radio Live. Be sure to subscribe to the channel as well. And then we're also streaming live to beforeitsnews.com, top of the page there. And we appreciate those guys giving us a spot at the top of the page there. Right up under where we're streaming live on sonsoflibertymedia.com is where you can sign up for our email newsletter. Uh, you get one of those in the evening between 7 and 8 p.m. every day. And that's all the articles we have, including the Morning Show Archive. Um, so uh, be sure to sign up for that. If you miss the show or you see something in the show you wanted uh, to get, to share, or whatever, then that's where you want to be. Because uh, you'll get that in your inbox and it'll tell you exactly all the stuff. The videos, the documents, any of that stuff will be there. And then finally, uh, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. If you'd like to help keep us out there doing what we're doing, there's a donate button at the top of the page. Click on that, make a one-time donation, or you can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of Liberty. And we do appreciate you guys very, very much. I uh, got three, a couple of little short videos I'm going to play here. Each of them are about a minute, I think. I don't even know if they're that. Um, this one comes out of Illinois. This young lady went there, and there are a bunch of CDC trailers set up. So I'm going to put this out there. Maybe somebody wants to leave in the comments. If they have seen this too, maybe not even in Illinois, but somewhere else. But this young lady is, um, she's videoing these CDC trailers that have been set up and uh, full air conditioning, all this kind of stuff. And uh, just kind of curious as to why they're set up there in Illinois. Uh, so here it is. You, you, if, you, if you guys have a clue uh, as to what it is, drop it in the comment section. Let's see it. I've had a lot of people tell me that they don't believe me, that these CDC trailers are here. I'm here. I drove here. Look at what I found. National Health and Nutrition Examination Survey is on the side There's of one, one trailer. of them. It looks like they have two or three that are set up here. These are, they're two obviously trailers. brought in on an 18-wheeler kind of a, a tractor trailer. Two trailers connected. Looks like four there's at least four. Connected. This is at our fairgrounds. This is not in Canada. This is in the United States of America. This is in Illinois. This is in Illinois. All right. Maybe they're being Look set it. up they at the fairgrounds too. Uh... They're fixing to stay here for a little while. Oh, I'm too short. I like falling. She likes to get I, into the trash I dumpster. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. Maybe they're setting up on the fairgrounds. They're going to have an event or something, and they're going to try to get people to take the shot. I I have no idea. Speaking of the shot, though, there is a young lady who was with um, some kind of, I guess, a music group, um, Pussycat Dolls, um, and uh, her name is Jessica Suda or Sutta. And uh, this is what she had to say. I, th I guess they have a longer interview that they're going to do, but I, I picked this up yesterday out of the Telegram group. Check this out. I started developing traumas. And then the next couple nights, I started getting involuntary head. Oh, sorry about that. I'm trying to jerks blow the volume up here. Jerks. Today, I sit down with former Pussycat Dolls member Jessica Sutta, a singer and dancer with two multi platinum albums and several top 10 singles in her repertoire. When the neuropathy came and it spread through my whole body, I remember staring at the ceiling and thinking, oh my God, this is it. I'm dying. Today, she shares for the first time what happened to her after getting a second Moderna COVID vaccine shot and why she chose to speak out. One death is enough. 
one, one child on the football field is enough. You know, that I just read that FDA pulled a, an eye drop because it killed one person. Why is it so different with this? This is not the thought leaders, and I'm Yanya Kelleck. Okay. All right. So they're going to they're going to have some kind of, I guess, an interview here. This is from uh, Epic TV or the Epoch Times. Um, so I guess they're going to have a story out about that. I'm not really sure. But uh, you can see, look, that the lady makes a good point. If you've got eye drops that you pull off the shelf because it, it killed a person, uh, you would think that, in fact, that's exactly what they would be dealing with, is that they would be pulling this off the shelf. They would not be giving it to people. They would not be telling them that it is safe and effective. Uh, and yet they still are. Uh, this one here, and I'm going to save the best one for last because uh, I think Kate will really appreciate this in light of all of the dancing nurses and doctors from the convicts. This is um, this is the send-off for Lori Lightfoot uh, out of Chicago. And this guy's got it right. Check this out. I hope that after today's city council meeting, you will pack your suitcase and get the hell out of my city. This is what he's telling Lori Mr. Lightfoot. Kelly, Mr. You are a pandemic. You are a pandemic. Thank you. <laughs> and so he tells Beetlejuice that uh, she is a, a pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm saving the best one for last. Kate's on now, so I can I can show this one. You know, I think they use the same choreographers, the screen, the same script writers uh, for the war in Ukraine that they used in the convicts. How do I know this? Well, let me show you. Yeah, this is a war zone, right? Isn't that what you're told? Lots of people die. All kinds of things, buildings being destroyed and all this. And yet, what do we have? We got the soldiers doing the boogie-woogie, don't we? Yeah. This is the same people. Same people running both shows. That's what's, that's what's going on. Yeah. They don't look like they're in any, any danger, do they? Uh, that's not what I see anyway. Anyway, this is um, this is Saturday, and as always, we have with us our nurse and nutritionist, Kate Shimarani. And good morning, Kate. Good to see you. Good morning. Uh, I'm not feeling not feeling my best today. You know how you had your ear infection. Ooh, I've got one going on in my ear. Oh, really? So, yeah. Wow. A couple of days ago, I started with a stabbing pain. And I thought, best start glugging the chlorine dioxide. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, and our, our, our flakes arrived to make our own. Nice. Anyway, yeah, I left some in the cupboard just digressing for days and days. And it got more and more and more amber in the solution till it was 100 parts per million. Anyway, I glugged that and it kind of made it. I knew it when it hit the back of my throat. So uh, by last night, my entire face is is uncomfortable where the you've got the seventh cranial nerve comes down so it's my ear and into my eye you feel now that I in your eye too huh yeah now i used to get uh cold sores from my very earliest memories myself and my sister and my mother suffered from herpes simplex uh, cold sores and my older sister never got them and yet we're told it's the kissing disease which is complete nonsense as well so I got them really bad. And when I joined British Airways, I got them even worse. Why? Because my immunity was constantly lowered because of flying, because of radiation, because I was always tired. And finally, almost three years ago, I treated all around my nose because I was getting them up my nose, around my 
all around this area, from my nose all around my chin, everywhere, my lips. And it was because of what I what I actually had was I had to use some um, good bacteria, probiotics. That's what finally got rid of it. But at the time, when it first happened, I thought it was because of herpes, and it wasn't. So I treated the entire area with 99% DMSO and magnesium oil. I'm not telling anyone else to do this. This was me reading my books and trialing it. And I did it every day, twice a day. I've never had a cold sore, herpes simplex, in that area ever again, which is unheard of for me. Because as soon as I get a runny nose or I'm tired or stressed, that's what I get. But I have had a couple in my ear canal before, and I've had it in my eyes a couple of times. So I had this pain in my ear. Anyway, by today, this morning, I woke up and I thought, can't really hear in my ear properly. So I just gave one squirt of 3% hydrogen peroxide down my ear. And I, and I heard it fizzing up. Anyway, needless to say, it's feeling much better. And uh, not telling anyone else to do that um, at all. Food-grade hydrogen peroxide. But that's what I did. So what is it telling me if I have a virus that's that, that this is happening in my body? It's telling me that I'm under pressure. Um, and I am because I've had a few late nights. Um, I'm trying to get to bed actually on time now. And I do. Um, I didn't sleep very well a couple of nights. I woke up very, very early. Very bizarre, uh, horrific, daunting dreams. So um, as soon as I, I, I got my grounding mat back on the bed as well, I'd had a few days off from that. And then I slept like a log. What's that old W.C. Fields joke? Slept like a log. Woke up in the fireplace. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually a good, a good impersonation there. Yeah, I like the one where he's got his gin lid on his nose, like my piano the other day. Um, but anyway, so um, I, I, I thought, you know, what is it that I can mitigate here? So again, it's it's uh, going back and organizing work, work life balance. Um, doing a bit more resting, not getting so overwhelmed with everything because I have so much to do. And I'm sure everybody knows by now, TNT, I've offered me my own show. Uh, Sunday mornings, 11 a.m. GMT time. And <laughs> they're paying me. Great. Um, nice. but I'm actually doing, yeah, doing um, medical crimes in tyrannical times. So it's going to be quite a serious show. And our very first show, which begins not tomorrow, but next Sunday, we're going to be covering eugenics right through lots of countries. And it's horrific. And it's happening right now. And uh, we've, we've, we're covering it with India, some very famous people there, Britain, America, um, of course, Nazi Germany, which everyone picks on. But we've gone to the actual Holocaust, the Jewish archives so no one can say that i'm doing anything wrong we're actually using their literature so that's our first show we're going to link it up to what's happening so anyway i am here so a quick update of what's happening in in uh uh i was going to say the land of the free but of course it's not nor is america we saw andrew bridgen our mp go into parliament to discuss the vaccines and the injuries and we saw the entire parliament empty they all left and there was one MP on there. Um, no one. Oh, excuse me. He's here. Good, good, uh, good midday. Oh, and he's touching me. Look. Yes, he says, uh, let me lay hands upon you. Yeah. Sister Kate. He'll be laying. I'll be laying my hands upon him if he doesn't stop urinating up the wall in my sink. <laughs> he's uh, 
Mr. Raphael's decided that he's the only one he can bully. So he chases <laughs> him around. And of course, Dave's getting a bit nervous. So he's oh, I've given him some attention now. He's going to bother me. Um, and he's uh, he couldn't go out the cat flap because gangster Floyd was sitting the other side of the cat flap. He couldn't get back in the kitchen where he wanted to pee in my sink. He actually peed on my Crocs. I blocked nice. the sink, so now he peed on my Crocs. At least they're plastic. Else. You can kind of wash them off. Yeah, so, so what he did was uh, he couldn't get past the door because the chihuahua was staring at him, so he, he, he weed up the wall. I was like... How many years does he have left? He's 11. One of my cats is 23. <laughs> That's what I was so, going to uh, say. He's going to be gonna around for a while. He's going to have some pants on at this rate. Look at him. Look at him. <laughs> he Dave, just wants to be part of the show. That's he all it does. Is. Uh, anyway, so Andrew Bridgen's in Parliament. There was an MP there who looked like he was going to other MPs, and they all left. And we have to remember... Uh, they work for us. They're our representatives in there. Our council tax goes towards paying their salaries. And I, I, there's, there's a lot of people, you know, aware of what's going on now, but there's an awful lot of people who they just don't care. And when I say that it's great that people are talking about the vaccines and they're talking about everything that's going on, but we had Jeremy Hunt uh, come out with the budget and everyone's, we had all these junior doctors on strike. I mean, it's a vocation. You knew what the pay was and you knew what the hours were when you came into the job. And one of those doctors on the sign said something like 14 pounds, something isn't enough to save a life. Really? Saving a life should come for free. And it should come from deep within you, from the Holy Spirit guiding you as to what your vocation is in life. And if you're guided by that, the money comes later and it does come with it. If you are truly altruistic and your intentions are good and pure, if you're in that job just for the money and to practice your um, your craft, your witchcraft of applying pharmaceutical drugs and trying out your cut poison, uh, poison burn, which there has been a study done on that. And a lot of people are entering now that they're not interested in saving people. They just want to practice their craft. And yes, I'm choosing my words, sorcery, which is pharmacia. Um, if you're in doing that, then it's not going to end well. Now, they've just been given a big pay rise. I think it was 6%. And the nurses as well. You know, these dancing TikTok, lazy and often fat nurses who knew that the hospitals and the scare homes in the National Homicide Service were empty and they went along with it because they were getting um, all of these uh, uh, awards. They were getting uh, priority shopping. They were getting discounts everywhere, food parcels. You knew, you saw it, but they're also the ones that are on the front line of the killing with the morphine and midazolam, benzodiazepines and opioids. They can't hide it now. 9.9 .9 million milligram doses ordered and used in a very short space of time. Where did it go? It went into the arms of all the elderly. So they know that. Now, they've just been given a pay rise and they're all whooping. They were all outside the hospitals and behind them was buildings with sick people dying people, people recovering from surgery, babies that are being born or dying or recovering from surgery or just trying to get through this first part of their lives and children. And they're outside shouting and whooping and blowing whistles. Don't they know that one of the things you need to heal 
is peace and quiet, yeah. which is why we had to wear rubber-soled shoes. So our shoes never made a noise. We were meant to be just gliding through those floors, but all that's ended. You've got all of these people. So probably some of those junior doctors going on strike probably saved a few lives, but no one cares. No one cares. They don't care. And all of the rest of the young people and even 50 year olds don't care because they think as long as it's not them, but it is coming for them. So you're getting people sick from these shots and just sick because they're not getting care. So Jeremy Hunt has given all of this lot pay increases and he has slashed social care. Well, what does that mean? That means all of your care of the elderly, all of the services that are in the community have all been slashed. How is that going to affect everybody? It's going to kill them. It's going to kill all the elderly. I'm just letting, look, the, the, two, the two little furries have woken up <laughs> and now they want to go out and uh, probably go and have a pee. Um, so, so this is what's happening. People don't care. Then we saw this buffoon. Gary Lineker, um, who is paid with the license uh, license fees. People pay a license to watch the TV. And he made some political remark. He wants all of, you know, all of the refugees to be allowed in. And um, that's OK, Gary, have them all in your house. Um, and they suspended him. And then all the public were calling for him to be reinstated. So they care <clears throat> more about match of the yeah. day football football than they do about the fact that right now as we are speaking elderly are, are having their lives terminated on the end of a syringe that's happening right now every day every single day over 2200 people in england alone are having their deaths hastened yeah. kate you know one of the things when you're talking about him with the with the illegals coming in and such the immigrants coming in you're saying well you have them in well, the same thing's happening here. We saw it with, uh, I think somebody put the, brought some some people, some immigrants up to Nancy Pelosi's house. I believe it was hers. And mm. they 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 wanted to run them off. And you're like, well, why? Aren't you wanting to take care of all these people? Or yeah, they... it's that. It's, it's okay for thee, but not for me. Yeah, right. It, it's, um, it's interesting because um, people are shouting about it. Now, I'm sure there are some refugees in there. And I, you know, I don't believe that they should be if they're honorable, should be persecuted and attacked either. That's not the sign of a civilized society. It's no good attacking them personally. If they're being allowed in and being given a hotel and being given food um, and being given money to then set up in life, you know, are they going to turn it down? No, you shouldn't be attacking them. You should be attacking the people. I don't mean physically attacking, but the people that are allowing it. Now, what people are forgetting really is we know there's an asymmetrical war going on, and this is a big depopulation agenda. And for anyone who's watching this, I can tell you right now, because I know a manager of one of those hotels who does tell me regularly and keeps me up to date, and I am going there to film, and I'm taking Gukran with me, who speaks six languages. Um, it's just the timing, we've got to get it right. It's not just that they're getting everything paid there, they are also getting vaccinated because the NHS nurses are coming there every week. So what are they doing to these people? Do you not see that this is possibly that they are moving all of these people around that are refugees, they are moving them around and bringing them in and they are injecting them as well. And if the agenda is to kill, what a perfect way to do it. 
You're going to get them any which way it comes by doing it this way. So, um, you know, don't don't just look at what the media is allowing in because all of the media is controlled. So even what you're seeing on the screens is is controlled. Dave, Dave's getting right in on the shot. So I think. I think we have to we have to be mindful of not being pulled into almost like a civil war on our own turf. And and I know that there is a lot of uh, there's been a lot of attacks on women. But again, you know, Tommy Robinson um, has um, uh, Stephen. His name's not Tommy Robinson. It's Stephen. Um, what is it? I can't remember his surname, but um, it'll come to me in a minute. I've got a bit of brain fog, actually, because, of course, when that nerve is inflamed. Yep. It inflames your in your brain the microglia. Yeah, this is that was the thing I was talking about the other week when I had it. It was trying to shut my eyes. I don't know if you had that go on because of yeah, that. And then sometimes you just you lose your thought in the middle of something. I mean, I do that anyway, but it was it was really bad, and I felt like I was. Yeah, I was trying to explain that to people, and I think that some people thought there was just something weird going on with me or whatever. But no, and you know what? Just you know, digressing back to that, I've got fever, I've got chills, which is great. We should have a fever because that's how we kill things. Thirty nine five last night, and I was starting to shiver, and I've got a temp today. I've got three tops on here, um, but we we. W- it's very dangerous to keep having inflammation. That nerve runs right up to the brain, and so when you get any inflammation there, it's going to inflame in the brain, and it's that constant inflammation that's inflaming your glia cells, your microglia, which is all the way down your central nervous system, and it can damage your brain. This is why it's good to take antioxidants. When I finish the show today, I'm going to be juicing a kilogram of carrots, four um, tart apples, uh, five lemons, some ginger, and then I'm also going to take uh, a bottle, uh, it's aracella cherry, and it's really expensive for a small bottle. I always have it on standby. I'm going to be taking a thousand milligrams of that every hour. So basically, I'd be pouring out, um, I think it's a tablespoon, but you know what? It's only me. So I'm going to be taking that out on a walk with me and I'm just going to be knocking it back every hour. Uh, the last time I did that was with, uh, uh, we're all friends here. I had Camu Camu powder that was sent to me. I'm not sure if I mentioned this on the show. I yes, went to you did. <laughs> you, yeah, you were doing yeah, your bucket yeah. science that on that too. juice was right out of that pipe that goes from your mouth. <laughs> and every time I pass those two points, those bushes, I remember uh, how what happened to me in the wilds. Let me tell you, I could have been whistling out of my uh, digestive tract pipe. It was clean as a whistle. <laughs> 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 Isn't that interesting? You know, that all these things, your body will will get rid of it. Um, so I was just, I've got really poor light in here. I must buy one of those circular lights when I went in the window there. The, the, it was a much better, much better lighting. So, yeah, I, I think uh, one has to remember all of these things, what I was talking about. Don't get pulled into this war because this is an asymmetrical war and the devil uses fear and prejudice. And this is prejudice. And, uh, you know, there, when there was there was a young lad um, was a couple of years ago who was, I think he was 14 or 15 up in Scotland, was battered to death. Um, so don't get pulled into these these things. And we've always had um, it's terrible and I'm not I'm not in any way condoning it. I'm condemning it. Any sexual assault on any woman or any male, because men have also been sexually assaulted. but. 
this is my personal opinion and I don't care what all the LGBTQ women's rights, women's, uh, um, what is it? You know, we can have it all. What are they called? Uh, feminism feminist, groups. Yeah. I'll argue all the way with you. Um, I am in complete disagreement with walking outside in public with virtually your entire body on show. Um, legs out, boobs out, backside out, and all that. Well, we should be able to do it without being harassed. Well, yes, you should. But we are also human and we're born with sin. Um, so men are men and they are supposed to be attracted to women. That's how we, we end up in couples. That's how we're meant to get married. It's how we're meant to go on and procreate. So should you be walking down the road with your virtually naked? Cause I'm, people are not far off that, especially when the summer months come out. It's disgusting. I don't agree with it. My own daughters will tell you what I think of that. Um, and we shouldn't be doing well, and, it. it. Yeah, and the, the scripture speaks about that too. It talks about a, a lady um, being modest uh, in her appearance. It also talks about not, you know, taking all the time to decorate the outside as much as you are working on the inside to have a gentle and a quiet spirit. And so the Bible speaks to those things too. But but yeah, I've often wondered, uh, you know, you we, we haven't been to the beach in I don't know how long, but, you know, women will go out and basically their underwear. Now they'll call it a bathing suit, but it's the same cut and everything as your underwear. But they have no problem going out in public like that. But if you happen to walk in on them while they're dressing or whatever, and they have they have their underwear on, all of a sudden they want to cover it. And you're like, all right, where's the disconnect here for what you're doing? Not that that's what the show's yeah, about, but the Bible does speak about those things. I, I go to the beach and sunbathe. I don't have a problem with that, but you don't need to walk everywhere else like that. You know, it's, it's kind of, um, it's kind of gone, it's gone way the other far. I saw that St. Patrick's Day, they had gay pride out. What's that got to do with St. Patrick's Day? To, to have the drag, the drag queens coming down the road. Um, I, you know, I, and also, um, people against, against drag queens going into libraries to speak to children. Um, there are drag queens going into family restaurants and doing singing. Incredible. And shows. Absolutely. What? Absolutely incredible. Absolutely. No, incredible. Difference. no difference. You can't support that and, and disagree with it um, in other places. If there are children there, it's all the same. You're making something that it should be, if you want to go to that, it should, shouldn't be for children. It's just corrupting their minds. And um, anyway, shall we move on to something far more wholesome from the Lord's garden? Because, yes, please. And uh, we have a question for you as well. Uh, it asks, uh, this is WK. Uh, are you aware of any new tests for babies to see if they have any spike proteins? Isn't spike proteins, isn't that already in your body? Look, I... I'm going to say this. We had the whole AIDS where they used to test the babies of the preg uh, of the mothers who were uh, HIV positive. Dave's now moving the computer. Um, and those babies then were uh, found to have antibodies. And then they were often removed from the mothers. Mothers had their babies taken from them. Later, those babies would then test negative. Why? Because of that placenta coming over the placenta. We now know that the whole thing uh wasn't what we're led to believe. Um, but what we've got to remember here is just because you're testing a baby and it comes up with spike proteins, that doesn't mean anything. The science isn't settled. Actually, science should never be settled. 
Science should also be questioned always as more and more. It should be fluid. And right now, science is bastardized and corrupted, and it always was. So I I, I have a bit of a thing about being tested, and, and here's the reason. We have CRISPR technology, C-R-I-S-P-A, CRISPR, that has come out now, and they have stated that they can do gene editing. And that's what all of your messenger RNA is about. It's about gene editing. They are now telling us that dyslexia is genetic, which is absolute nonsense. Um, Dyslexia, dyspraxia, ADHD, ADD, these things are all through toxicity. And we know that there is an absolute link to the gut and to what happens in the brain. And I'll cover a little bit of that in a minute. So, so if you keep that in the forefront of your mind, and they're saying that dyslexia is, is genetic, and CRISPR technology is about gene editing, and that is what your messenger RNA is about, if you go back and you go back through eugenics, they said that rickets was genetic, and rickets is not genetic. Rickets is when you don't get enough sunlight that converts the cholesterol in your skin into vitamin D, supercharged by the liver. And then all of your calcium that you're eating is extracted from your foods with your stomach acid, is binds to your vitamin D. And then your vitamin K2 tells it where to go, to go into your bones, into your teeth. And that's what makes your bones strong. Otherwise, your bones are soft and you see that Boeing, which is rickets. And they used to get a lot of rickets up in the tenement buildings in Scotland, in Glasgow, uh, like the Gorbals, where they built all of these big flats. And um, because it's very dreech, it's wet in Scotland and damp, they don't have a lot of sunshine. The, the, rickets, also, the rickets also hinder growth. They do. Yep. And you're seeing a lot of this. Again, you're seeing a lot of rickets now because children don't get out in the light. They're sitting playing on their computer games. And so you saw this. Now, what actually happened? Let me just give you a little a little snippet of what I will be talking about on my show. Um, so um, children affected with rickets, uh, it, they stated that this was actually um genetic and it wasn't so these children were um sterilized can you believe that they were sterilized and that is eugenics and the eugenics society um demonstrated that their condition was hereditary and should be controlled with selective breeding in 1912 i mean this is truly hor- horrific we had uh in 1931, Labour MP Archibald Church proposed a bill for the compulsory sterilisation of certain categories of mental health. And they didn't even know that bill got passed in Britain. And, and, and listen, America's no better. Um, in 1907, in the United States, men, women and children who were deemed insane, idiotic, imbecilic, feeble-minded or even epileptic. So a head injury can cause epilepsy, so can toxicity. They were forcibly sterilized without even being informed. So it's very, very dangerous when we start testing um, and start labeling, because what happens then? You start doing that and you'll find yourself on a list. You'll find yourself 
in categories and you could find yourself. So what are they going to do next in the UK if they've now said that dyslexia is genetic? I believe a lot of um, scientists who are very famous are dyslexic. Tom Cruise was dyslexic, not that I'm interested in him, but um, what are they going to do then? Are they going to gene test? Are they going to then identify dyslexia in the child and say, well, you've got to have this vaccine, this CRISPR technology messenger RNA gene editing vaccine um, so that you don't uh, go on. And then if you're still showing signs of it, are they going to sterilize? Do you see how far you can go with this? And do not think that this is anything yep. new and it won't happen and that we're more civilized than times gone by. Total lie, because they were very civilized in 1933 um, under the Third Reich. Those people didn't go outside dressed in filthy uh, sadomasochistic clothing and LGBTQ um, gay pride marches. They didn't do anything like they dressed very respectable. They were very respectable people. And yet look what happened under the guise of the Third Reich and eugenics was beginning even before that in the 1920s. And it was in America. It's in the UK. It's carried on in the UK. Now you can then go, look at Rwanda, the, the massacre in Rwanda, the genocide. How did they decide on who was a Tutsi and who was a Hutu? They measured their brows. And this is what they did with the Third Reich. They measured the size of the heads. Crazy. I mean, Just how crazy. How far do you want to go with this? So I'm going to speak from personal experience, which is probably another reason why my ear hurts. My son is six foot eight, give and take a couple of millimeters. And he's half Middle Eastern and he collapsed age 17 and was in a wheelchair for nearly nine months. Twice I thought he was going to die when we were in the resuscitation room. I worked really hard with my son and he missed all his exams, had to repeat a year at school doing detox on him and diet. And we got him upright and back to school. And he is and a beautiful young man. Now, we couldn't have the test for Marfan's, which affects all of the, the ligaments that support the heart and other organs. But what can happen is the heart can sag and it can tear the aorta and they die of an aneurysm. He has many of the symptoms of it, but they uh, only have funding to, for so many of them to be diagnosed yearly. So I couldn't get the funding for him to be diagnosed because his wasn't deemed really, really obvious, but he does have uh, many of the symptoms of it. So he has a scan every year on his heart and many, and he's just had that scan done um, two days ago, yesterday, sorry. And he's got another test to go for, which I'm going with him. And the, uh, he was coerced into having those injections by um, his girlfriend's dad. I don't care if they're listening because he knows how I feel about that. And anything happens to my my son, you know, I won't be very quiet about that, but he does have these scans now. They're but for the grace of God. Oh, my word, how I feel blessed that I couldn't afford it because it was uh, over £3,000 and we couldn't get funding for it. So he didn't get that diagnosis, which is great because he doesn't need that diagnosis on his medical notes. I have another little girl who is so beautiful, Chauncey, um, and she is the most wonderful little girl and she's had her lenses removed. She also has Marfans and um, Yvette and Liam are her parents. And Liam is an amazing cameraman. He's just made a documentary over the last three years of me and we're about to conclude it. 
and we'll be putting it out there and please do watch it because if enough people watch it he gets starts to get sponsors but that little girl has more fans and she is beautiful and they removed her lenses because her lenses slipped and now they're not going to replace them and um she has a diagnosis of that and uh you know you've got to be careful when you get diagnosis and you start doing tests because you're going to be on a list and that list determines with algorithmic medicine which is there dr carrie midday talked about this she was asked over a decade ago to uh, put this treatment for patients and all of the doctors where she worked said no and the manager said well it doesn't really matter because it's going to be worldwide in the future you won't have a choice you'll have to do what that algorithm tells you to do so if you have got a diagnosis on record and you present with any injury or illness and you've got your digital id and then it's all put into the system that system is going to with the ai going to diagnose you and decide what treatment you personally get and it's based on your comorbidities how much tax you pay how much national insurance you pay your working years what you are worth to the system so you know what this is my opinion do not go and be tested for anything if you are sick your body is going to tell you and when it tells you that is the time to seek a diagnosis or start mitigating those symptoms with what the good lord has given you amen yeah um, and so let's so let's let's look at that you you're bringing up something this morning we're going to be talking about a superfood called moringa i've not heard of this uh, yeah and moringa, look i'm not going to take I'm and then vitamin c which i've been taking because of my ear i was told by a friend who listens to the show make sure you get a lot of vitamin c in there so that's what i've been doing as well i i in fact today with my ear man that thing was popping like crazy loud pops and um I, when i dip over when i'd raise up every it was just so i don't know if that's healing i'm going to give it several weeks because they say six to eight weeks to, to fix that thing but i can hear out of it it sounds like am radio playing in the next room that's what it sounds like coming into this ear right now so i've got my little earbud in here where i get a little extra but I, i'm just barely got it hanging in my ear so what is moringa and how does that work with vitamin c when people are not feeling their best before I start, okay. I'm not going to take the credit sure. for this because, oh, God aligns you. Everyone needs to go onto Amazon and you need to buy this book, Calling Out the Shots. Um, you need to follow this guy on Twitter. You must follow this guy on Twitter. Um, you know, sometimes in amongst all of the, the, the ocean of debris, you'll find a pearl. And I can tell you, this young man is incredible. Dr. Ursh Warren Kohilathis, he was a doctor and he gave up. He left healthcare in late 2021 after realizing that the profession he was in was not following scientific evidence and did not, did not hold uphold medical ethics and was harming the patients that he became a doctor to protect. He left. He actually went on unemployment and he got kicked off Twitter and everywhere. And he wrote this book. It's just incredible the amount of effort and work he's put in. Um, all of the things, but he, it, he doesn't just identify what's happening and then explain it in layman terms. He gives you all of the solutions. His Twitter thread, and you can join his, uh, I don't know what it's called, but I, I, I'm about to pay for it, a five pounds a month. Um, I'm just learning off this guy and I can't get enough because he just does a thread every single day. He says a thread a day 
keeps the doctor away. <laughs> Isn't that incredible? I'm going to get him to come on your show, yeah, Tim. Yeah. Yesterday, when I was feeling really bad with my ear, I went onto Twitter and there in my message box, this doctor had contacted me. And I was so taken aback that he would contact me and thank me for, me for my support. And I thanked him. So I began going down his thread, opening the studies that he's pulled up in threads. And I'm reading them. And I'm just learning from him. And, oh, he's beautiful to look at. I posted a little video of him. And then I said to the fellas, aren't you jealous? I mean, this man walks the walk, talks the talk. And he just like looks like a god. Uh, oh, oft, I mean, like, you know, the images of of those where, um, not a god, sorry, you know, in, in times when they used to have all these athletes in Olympian, he looks like an Olympian, that's what I meant to say, you know, he's just fit. Yeah. And he does it all. He's doing everything naturally. And, he, and you know, he talks about, he was showing what he'd cooked an omelette with m- these mushrooms. He just does it all. Uh, and I really like that, the fact that this man's got integrity. So, I didn't know anything about this. And I started reading. So look, vitamin C, he's posted the studies how when you eat sugar, and and I've done this on the show, when you eat sugar, and most people have got excess sugar in their bloodstream, because our bodies are so fantastic, created, created in the Lord's image. And we have seasons for a reason as well. And we have a spring, summer, autumn, winter, and spring is a time of renewing. It's incredible that the land would be would be damp. And so that the seeds were able to land and start to take root, because if they landed on dry, they would just get blown away or they wouldn't start to root. And so the seasons, that's why they're manipulating our seasons. Then we would have all this abundant food and we would start storing our food. Well, isn't it interesting that come the autumn months, we would start eating all the berries and those berries would be high fructose. So what would that mean? We would have an increase in sugar in our blood, but we would also have the vitamin C from the berries that we're eating. So it would mitigate that. But with that increase in in the sucrose, the sugar in our blood, we would have an increase in uric acid. So our blood pressure would go up. But what would then happen is we wouldn't then get this sugar into the cells. What would we do with it? Our bodies would lay it down as fat. Why? Because we need that fat to get us through the winter months. So it's not the uric acid that's causing it. It's the blood sugar that's causing uric acid. But what that also does is it inhibits um, nitric oxide. And that nitric oxide is needed to make everything relax. Well, we don't have that anymore because we don't have those periods where we have um, scarcity and fasting. We're just eating everything all year round and we're eating all these sugars all year round that we wouldn't normally have access to. We would only be eating all these berries in the autumn. That's when we would eat them, not all year round. It's not natural. So what we've ended up is what? With lots of sugar in our bloodstream. And then we're eating all of these processed carbs and all of this sugar, this white, horrible poison sugar. So what does that do? It starts to use up all of our vitamin C, not just our magnesium. Uh, And this young doctor, he just keeps taking bite size and doing it as a thread so, you know, get on Twitter and follow this man. And so he, when he got kicked off, 
He said, great. It gave him time to write his book. Every house should have this. And it's not even expensive. It's cheap. Um, so, so, you know, this is why with the vitamin C. And so really think about what you're eating. The Lord gave us our herbs, every every herb bearing seed. He gave us the herbs as medicine. So I found on his thread, and I just thought this was wonderful. So I I found, uh, I'm just going to find it now because I've kind of saved, I just was blown away, which is what I sent to you, Tim, um, the amazing Moringa. Moringa, which is a superfood. It's fascinating. It, it ha- the leaves have seven times more vitamin C than oranges and 15 times more potassium than bananas. Well, let's just go back to the oranges first of all. When you pick your orange from the tree, if you were to peel it and eat it, you're eating a living fruit. If you get your oranges by the time they've been picked, thrown in a basket, bounced down a conveyor belt, gone through the warehouse, bounced down another conveyor belt, into the back of a truck, bounced, 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 bounced all the way before it even gets to the market. A lot of that antioxidant property, the orange has used up itself because it's been under so much assault. If you're not eating organic, that also has been missing so many of the vital nutrients it should have had in order to grow right up and into the natural light. We've talked about exclusion zone, water. You're not going to have any of that. It was just grown in potassium, phosphorus and nitrogen. So straight away, you know, you've got to think about how are you getting your vitamin C? So if we then look at um, Marenga, um, it's got uh, 419% DV per cup. Um, you know, di- all of your, your dietary value we're talking about when we talk about a DV. Um, bell peppers, 169% more um, dietary value per cup than peppers, oranges. I think um, what I'll do is I'll send you these little pictures that I found and and you can post them, Tim, because it it is um, all of these things are quite remarkable. So let's go on to the pods, the pods of um, Moringa, high in fiber content and protein. They treat liver. They treat the liver. It's a dewormer. They cure pains and spleen problems. The seeds and the oil anti-inflammatory antibiotic they treat rheumatism arthritis gout sexually transmitted disease cramp um they're relaxant for common epilepsy highly effective against pseudomonas uh and staphylococcus aureus they contain fungicide uh pteragosperamine and potent antibiotic the bark used for circulatory and cardiac problems. It's an anti-inflammatory and as a tonic and an appetizer. The leaves, anti-inflammatory, antibacterial, antifungal, they stop bleeding, they treat bronchitis, fever, ear and eye infections for us. Diarrhea and gastric ulcers, excellent source of nutrition. So you can eat the pods, you can eat the leaves. Um, This one was really, really interesting. Excuse me, I've just got a pain and an itch in that eye that's really bothering me and you're handling it all much better than i did i couldn't even sit in front of the light that long oh i uh, i haven't got the light on that i normally have on because it's bothering me they improve the flower improves breast milk quality isn't that incredible 
Uh, so you could put the flowers on your salad. They treat urinary problems and they're a cold remedy. And um, the gum from the plant used against common asthma and um, the, um, where is it? The roots treats articular and rheumatism pain, relieves kidney and lower back pain, and it's a nerve paralyzant. So um, Moringa oleifera oil. And, you know, this is what I'm now, I've got my greenhouse going up tomorrow. How fantastic is that? Thanks, Steve. He's coming to do the base. <laughs> nice. And he's coming to erect it. And all I've got to do is cook him a big dinner. Um, and then he's measuring up now for the whole chicken coop. And he's explained why I've got to have it like that. And he's building my herb garden as well. Woo! Um, nice. Way so, to go, Steve. Yeah, he has this guy that has the farm in New Zealand and ex-military uh he's done a course in in he did a course in um trading a thirty thousand dollar course then he wanted to learn how to be an electrician so he went and did his training for that when he was almost 50 <laughs> i mean this is a man every time i come up with something he tells me the solution the last solution he said to me was yesterday he said the government can't get my my home in new zealand because i put it in a trust Listen. Yeah, yeah, good for no. That's a smart thing to do. Uh, we what gotta... doesn't he know? What doesn't this man know? <laughs> he's done electrical work. He's coming to help put my put my uh, log burner in, which is a reconditioned one from mm -hmm. Norway. I've got the chimney sweep. Anyway, back to this. Well, hang on a second. You got we got a question here, and we only got about a minute twenty three. So we're going to carry over. You guys want to catch us on the other side? Yeah, just only ten minutes because my okay. ears banging. I get it. Sons of Liberty Media dot so We're going to do that. You got a question? How do you take the moringa? Is it, is it uh, if it's a powder, are you taking it? Uh, are you? It is a powder you're talking about, right? Uh, yeah, I guess the grinding it up is part of that. But they also sell some of the places sell it. I don't know if you're going to get the real stuff or not, but you can probably grow this stuff as well. Yeah. So look, you can um, you can buy the oil, uh, but again, you don't know. Don't forget, you don't know what's happened to it, and I'm sure you can buy it as a herb, a dried herb. Um, I'm sure you can get the dried seeds. You will be able to. Um, I think you, you've got to be careful, do some more research. You know, I've only just come across this, um, but I know the oil, Moringo oleifera oil is used for scurvy, <coughs> hysteria. We're all a bit hysterical, bladder troubles and prostate problems, and it treats stomach disorders. The Moringa and uh, Ayurveda, so clearly they're using it in Ayurveda, Ayurvedic medicine. So you can definitely get it with that. It's used uh, for ch as a childbirth aid and a natural antibiotic. And the Moringa and Siddha is used for Siddha medicine, treats erectile dysfunction. Bet you all wanted to hear that, fellas, because they're now saying that COVID in the unvaccinated is leading to erectile dysfunction. Can yeah. you believe yeah. Hang on, Kate. Uh, guys, catch us at sonsoflibertymedia.com for the rest of this 10 minutes we got with Kate. Catch Bradley at three for two hours. Have a great weekend. Great Lord's Day. And Lord willing, I'm going to see you back here in the morning on Monday, 6 a.m. <coughs> okay. want to welcome everybody coming in from Red State Talk Radio. And uh, Kate, go ahead. Uh, finish up what you got there. Um, You can look on. Are you ready? The Renegade. Ready. The Renegade pharmacist.com the renegade pharmacist.com that would be a really good one to go and look on and research um i think you'll find lots and lots of information on there 
Um, going back to that erectile dysfunction, if you're unvaccinated, <laughs> um, you know, how how ridiculous is that? Uh, you all know if you've got erectile dysfunction, you should be looking, um, first of all, at your sugar. What sugar are you eating? Because um, sugar is going to bind to protein if it's in excess in the bloodstream. And that's going to fur up your arteries, which is going to affect your small blood vessels first. So that's your eyes, your brain, your kidneys. You're going to see your blood pressure go up, small strokes, loss of eyesight. Um, and also you need to start looking at your liver, um, your liver's ability. Is your, does your liver uh, have congestion in it? And if it does and you're, you don't have good methylation pathways, your liver also controls your blood sugar. So you've got to look at your entire environment. And also, um, I think if you're eating far too much meat, or it's not clean meat, and you're not eating enough fiber. Uh, so meat's okay, and your eggs and fish and chicken, I'm not against all of that. People who think I am, I'm not. I, I'm i talking about if you're reversing disease like cancer, Dr. Max Gerson's therapy remains unrivaled. Uh, but certainly you need to think about how much fiber you're eating for clean sweeping that tubes out. Otherwise, you're going to become toxic and then so on and so forth. Then it all goes on and then you get toxicity in your blood. And then that's going to set up oxidative stress as well, which is going to then use up all your vitamin C. And do you see how everything's connected? So yep. um, I think that I think the answer here for everybody is I'm now cultivating all my dandelions because I'm going to be eating that soon. A wonderful dandelion salad with the flowers chopped up, garlic, olive oil, apple cider vinegar, and you can put uh, flax oil in as well if you want to put a little bit in there and new potatoes because we are coming up to new potato season, which is yummy. And you have that warm, slightly warm, wonderful, wonderful properties, diuretic. Um, it's it's such a wonderful thing to use. Um, remember, if it's on your garden and you've got any of your silly, oh, no, you said something else, they're stupid neighbours. Um they're all spraying their glyphosate now on their gardens because they don't want weeds. But unfortunately, that yep. affects my garden as well. Yep. You can drop those uh, in bicarbonate of soda to clean them off before you start using them. But, you know, don't don't and, and eat the whole thing. Get your um, fork for digging up. Go right. Lift the leaves gently. Dig your fork in underneath the leaves and wiggle it sideways. And then gently tease the whole thing out. Choose a day that's really wet or water your dandelions, saturate them through before you then go to pull them up. And that way you're going to ensure that you don't snap the root off, that you get the whole thing. Only pull every other one out because you don't want to completely eat them all, do you? You want some more and they will grow. They'll take over the garden. They're great. Never have I been so happy to see weeds. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I tell you, know, the, the roasted dandelion root tea is great for digestion too. Uh, I, each, I drink some each, of that. Just yeah. like this one, just like Moringa, every single piece of that plant has a different healing property. You know, it is, oh, I, I feel like cancer was the most wonderful. It was almost like the the draw cord for the blind. Um, that diagnosis of cancer, which is really just you know your own cells don't switch off. It's your it's your own cells. Never hate it. Don't feel bad about it. You've got to restore your immunity so that it can tackle those cells and and detox the liver. It was like a, a cord pulling the blind up 
so that all of a, all of a sudden I could see the Lord's kingdom and it's fantastic. It's so Amen. fantastic. So um, my garden um, and half my patio is going to just be a haven. And you don't need a big, you sent me that video, Tim, of that wonderful family with like a little three bedroom bungalow in America and what they were growing. It was yeah, incredible. 6,000 pounds of food a year in a quarter acre in downtown Los Angeles. Yeah. Yeah. So you can do it. And um, folks, I've been seed cycling and uh, I've been doing seed cycling with my good trusty mate, Catherine. And, um, you know, I, I just roll with it. She does a lot of research and then she orders it for me. Like we've got, we've now got the, the crystals, is it, for making the chlorine dioxide, Tim? <laughs> yeah, the flakes. So did we, you get the, uh, did you get the other stuff too? The, um, we did. The we're, we're, we're on it, but we're a bit kind of stuck, the two of us. So, so the good thing is we've got Steve. Katrina and I have now got Steve who can sort everything out. So he's going to be given everything to read so that he can tell us two headbangers. <laughs> We're like the golden girls, the pair of us. <laughs> All these dogs. And uh, so, yeah, we're, we're going to be making our own. I, I, I did find that interesting that I put a teaspoon of chlorine dioxide that was bulging, you know, with the meniscus really... Uh, it was bulging on the teaspoon. I used a silver teaspoon as well, because I do have some silver coloring, into a glass. And then I did a, because we can't, the activator, as I understand it, isn't high enough concentration in mm. the UK. But I did put what I had into it. And then I tipped it into just under a liter in a glass bottle. I tipped it in and I didn't fill it up any further. So there's a gap at the top and I put it in the cupboard and then I didn't have it for a few days. And when I went in, I was really shocked. It had gone from being the pale yellow to being deep, deep amber, the entire bottle. So I stuck the little strip in and it was a hundred parts per million. I was like, wow. Hmm, did something happen in the bottle? Does it, because it's got a gap. Is yeah. it making more with the gas at the top? It must be doing something. But that was when I had a great big glug out of it. And I <laughs> felt it going down my throat. I was like, Woo! You, you were talking, Yeah, you were talking about seeds. You know, we got our seeds in the other day. I, we use uh, the guys down there at Heaven's Harvest in Georgia. And you get a bucket like this and they give you free shipping. And you, you've got like just all kinds of uh, great things. There's the There's cucumber. Um, I think they have a couple of different kinds of different things. There's, there's some good stuff right there. How carrots. much is it for that bucket? I think, I think what they, what they have, it's like 130 bucks or 120 bucks. But if you use a promo code, Tim, they give you free shipping on it. And that's a, you know, that's probably an expensive. The UK? I'm not sure. Uh, but you can, uh, I'm, I'm dropping the link in there. I'll send it to you. I don't know if you, I don't know if they ship to the UK or not. I'm, I'm sure you probably call them up. Uh, they're Christian, uh, is a Christian family that does it. We also have some guys up here, seeds for generations in, uh, Virginia, uh, Jason Mateus. I, I tried to get him on, but they were, they were extremely busy there. Uh, my friend, Bill, we've had him on the truck driver theologian. He's been up there to eat with them. He said, Tim, there's nothing on their table that they don't grow. If it's meat, it comes from their flock. If it's vegetables, if it's fruit, it comes out of their garden. And uh, and then they sell seeds. Wow. So if you're looking for heirloom seeds, you can use that link I put in there uh, in the chat. Or you can you can go to Seeds for Generations. That's Jason Mateus. And both of them are Christian families. And uh, you'll be supporting your brothers and sisters. 
and you'll be getting some some good seeds uh, to put down as well. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, let, yeah. So I've been eating these seeds. Now, um, I have autoimmune thyroiditis that I've been trying to cure for years. And I've had loads of vaccines and all of um, it's uh, all the people I worked for in British Airways, a huge portion of the women I spoke to that have had breast cancer all got autoimmune thyroiditis. So there's a link with it all. But when you're stressed or or if I ever eat grains, now I, I, the antibodies go up. I've completely stopped. I stopped eating um, grains very rarely and I have started to lose weight. And also I started a big um, doing my weights again three sessions a week supersets i'm telling you last week one day i couldn't even cough my abdominal muscles i was coughing like <laughs> I, I was coughing like this <laughs> because my entire abdomen where i'd done all different i'd had a big heavy medicine ball doing these swings with it ah oh, but anyway um so i've lost weight started to, and i i walk a lot as well and i thought right i'm gonna get fit but of course it's interesting you know just by having my ear all uh all of my, I keep getting pains in all over my body because you're, when you're sick, toxic, when you're sick and you're fighting something, that's going to give off toxins. And they're not just going to be in one place. They're going to go around your entire body. Yeah. Well, you know, it's a great, it's a great illustration. I did the show uh, a couple of weeks ago on the body. And I'm talking about the body of Christ, the, the people in the body of Christ. You know, the Bible says that when one part hurts, the whole body hurts. You're, you're making uh, a physical representation of what the scripture says about the, the spiritual nature of the body of Christ, which is those who've been redeemed by the blood of the lamb. So that, and I had the same thing. This is, that's why mm. the ear thing was, it went to my eyes and then it was, you know, just make, it made you feel crappy all over and just all of it. So yeah. In my, my joints. Um, yeah. I noticed when I did the Gerson therapy. Uh, for cancer, my joints, when I did the days where I had to have, I had to drink castor oil. Ooh. And then I had to do a castor oil enema. Yes, folks. You mix the castor oil with bile powder, ox bile, gross. And, and then soap, natural soap. And then you, um, tip that castor oil into the coffee enema. I used to prime the tube with it. I used to squirt it into the tube first and then some warm water so that the, that was right down the end so that that went in first. I tell you, you didn't hold that for 15 minutes and you knew when that was in. But when I used to have to drink the castor oil and do that, that particular day, my nose would just be like a tap with clear fluid and even my spine would hurt. I could feel every vertebra. Um, even my toe joints, I couldn't move my toes every single piece of my body and the way that works was that um the the juices will um flush toxins from the cells at a cellular level uh changes the electrical charge at a cellular level so then you get all these juice uh, all these toxins in your bloodstream and you have to get them out and dr gerson noticed that if he didn't wake his patients up and do these coffee enemas in the night they'd often go into a coma that's how potent this is so i was doing five coffee enemas a day and 13 juices and twice a week these uh, drinking castor oil and castor oil enemas, I would be so toxic on those days. I would smell, um, my joints would ache, um, it would affect my vision, my nose would run constantly, and I would be have chills. So I know what these feelings are. And I can tell you, I, I woke up this morning and I, I it was like I was in a swimming pool through one ear. I couldn't hear properly. And mine was <laughs> the same way. Same way. I had to sleep with I had to sleep with my hand literally like this so i don't put the pressure on the ear to let it drain at night 
let the stuff let that stuff drain out. Uh, especially if you even if you squirt a little bit of hydrogen peroxide, some of that gets in your ear and it just stays there. It feels like your ears waterlogged. Mine was like that for like three or four days. Yeah, I so I did that this morning. Um, I do eat lots of onions and lots of garlic, and uh, I'm going to be having a whole bulb later. That'll be nice for anyone who's around me tomorrow. Um, but yeah, it's um, your body tells you. So so to finish up here, um, I think it's I think it's really important. I just you know sometimes I just find little snippets. I just want to read you just this because this is really good. The largest colony of of microbes live in our digestive system. A healthy adult on average carries 1.5 to 2 kilograms of bacteria in the gut. All of these bacteria are not just chaotic microbial mass, but they are a highly organized micro world with certain species predominating and controlling others. The number of functions they fulfill in our bodies are so vital to us that if our gut got sterilized, we would probably not survive. In a healthy body, this microbial world is fairly stable and adaptable to changes in their environment. So, what you've got to remember here is in order to maintain that healthy gut flora so that we can live a wonderful life. And remember, your gut affects your brain. And that's why it was, again, another little bit that I, I uh, you should see my books. They're terrible. Don't ever buy a secondhand book from me because I write all over them, um, all over them. The father It's a book I've been reading at the moment. The father of modern psychiatry, French psychiatrist Philippe Pinel, born in 1745 and died in 1828, after working with mental patients for many years, concluded in 1807. We're now in 19, uh, we're now in 2022. So he concluded in 1807, the primary seat of insanity generally is in the region of the stomach and intestines. And yet the last thing a modern psychiatrist would pay attention to is the patient's digestive system. Well, Dr. Ali Ajaz, as you've had on your show, knows that to be the truth. Yeah. So do you see it's your gut? So all of these psychiatric conditions, you know, we've got um, mental illness, skyrocketing, depression in kids. Why? Because they're eating garbage food. They're injecting them with garbage. They're drinking fluoridated water. They're, they've got loads of EMFs around them. They're eating genetically modified foods. They're not eating fermented foods. Their gut flora has gone. Dr. Andrew Wakefield identified what it, what he was finding in the guts of autistic children. And where does that link today? Look at Canada. They are euthanizing 3% of their population, prolonged grief, dementia, Alzheimer's, de depression, children with ADHD, ADD, autism. They are euthanizing them. And you do not want to become a diagnosis on one of their lists and then you can't get treatment. And it won't be that they're going to like put you in the back of a van with a pipe going from the exhaust into the van so that you get killed with carbon monoxide. And I'll be covering methyl, methylate blue soon because someone asked me on this show and I've been reading, reading and reading and researching it. And I'm going to be buying some of that for myself soon because it's that that you use for carbon monoxide poisoning. But anyway, um, they're not going to be putting you in an ambulance and t telling you that they're taking you off to a nice place or to a place in the mountains 
but they're actually going to kill you with a concoction of drugs or uh, leave you to starve or put you outside, which is what they did, the nurses of the Third Reich. They're not going to be doing it that way. Oh, no, they've got a new way of doing it. They're going to just put you on end-of-life drugs. So you don't want to be sick because you're not eating what the Lord has given you or living the way the Lord intended. That is the way out of this asymmetrical war. It is not trying to fight their system because they are fighting for their lives. They're not going to stop. These are maniacs. These are Satan worshippers. These are eugenicists. You can't try and change what they have been doing for hundreds and hundreds of years. You have to turn away from it. And the only way that you are going to fight the fight is by living the way the Lord intended, getting your body into the best way it could be and living that way and getting all of God's people to follow your lead, which is what this man is doing. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, Paul talks about that. He talks about follow me as I follow Christ. Uh, specifically, I think he's talking in, in terms of holiness and what he's doing morally and winning people too. But he demonstrates that even even in the eating, you know, there's one time where he confronts Peter because Peter's eating with the Gentiles. And if you recall, the elders at, at Jerusalem said, yeah, it's OK for Gentiles to eat meat. It, it's not a problem. Uh, but they did restrict them in saying, hey, you don't eat things that are strangled. Don't eat things that have the blood in them, uh, still have the blood in them because the life of the flesh is in the blood. And uh, but but at the same time, he would confront Peter because he's eating with the Gentiles. And then when the Jews come along, he goes and he gets away from the Gentiles because he don't want to be seen with them and you know all that. And he goes over here to the Jews and he goes, you're not being straightforward about the gospel. That's what he rebukes him for. You're not. Mm -hmm. The gospel is not about food. Now, I'm not saying that we don't take care of our bodies, but it's not about food. It's about redeeming man from his sin and reconciling him back to God through his son, the Lord Jesus. Uh, Kate, do you got a final word that you want to leave us with? And then we'll close out the show and get you on your way to some rest there. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm actually going to make a big pile of juice and I'm going to go for a walk. And then I've got lots of work to do because okay. I've got loads of consults. Um, yeah, last just to say thank you to the Sikh mission. We had a blast last week um, in London. Uh and they were, I believe it was 15K, ultimately they were offered. The Sikhs were so gracious and wonderful, and the food was delicious. And um, I met the most amazing man who I've read his book about the London bombings, Nick Collistrum. And uh, I'm going to connect you, Tim, with him because he's the author of many books. And when he wrote the book about the London bombings, it saw him lose his job as a lecturer. It was incredible. He showed that the London bombings were MI5 and Mossad, without a doubt. And uh, he came along and I ran over to him and said, it's Nick Collistrum. I've got your book out. Uh, and he went, it's Kate Shamarani. What's you doing here? And it was really funny. <laughs> and so I said, you've met me before in 2015. He said, have I? And uh, he gave me a signed copy of his new book. And uh, so I want to get him on the show. Uh, I, I would, I'd like you to just interview him on one of your shows. He's an amazing man. Piers Corbyn was there. It was his birthday. There was a cake. And uh, he's tirelessly fighting, of course, Gukran Singh uh, for hosting that whole event. And I met an amazing human rights activist, uh, Rihanna Ali, amazing woman, 
um, who you you would find incredible to bring on the show because she's covering what's happening everywhere in the UK. Mm. So that was a really amazing, amazing night and very gracious people. Someone was sent to disrupt it. And, well, I, um, you know what? It, people who didn't see it, we I did put it in an article for Sons of Liberty, and I just posted it in the chat. So if you didn't see what Kate's talking about, you can click on that link. That video is still up. Uh, I think they had a couple of thousand views on there um, that by the end of the day. So Charlie, Charlie, Charlie made a brilliant video of it, and YouTube yeah, took great. it down twenty four. YouTube took it down within twenty four hours. Wow! And uh, but there was somebody that came to disrupt it, and these two enormous big Sikhs. I huckled the guy from the front row immediately, <laughs> immediately, and then took him to the back. And I think there was kind of a bit of a bit of a fracas with a load of people outside. And those two big guys then were serving the food at the back. Nice. Ah, oh, it was just, it was just wonderful. And they've asked me to do a few more uh, up and down the country, which I'm delighted to do. Uh, so, yeah, um, I'm always grateful for everyone who listens on here. This is my fun show that I really like doing. <laughs> and uh, I'm really looking forward to working on um, TNT. It'll be a different show altogether. And a huge thank you to Stuart Wilkie, Olympian, who tirelessly researches. And he's already got cracking. I've got so much stuff for the first show ready. Um, I've got a wonderful Jane who is my going to be my producer on that show um so you know i really hope that we can interlink all these so we can pick up an american audience and then the australian audience i'll be talking about sons of liberty on that show Amen. and putting them on to your show um and then also unity news network david clues who has really worked hard um again a different show there we've got uh Mr. Griffin coming on next week on Unity News Network. Yeah, he's and coming on. He'll be on, uh, Lord willing, Tuesday because I'm going to be interviewing him on Monday about the rollout of the CBDCs. And I just got, uh, I just got this. Um, Don't tire him out. He's on with me on Wednesday. Yeah, well, I got, well, I got this on um, from Greg Reese. Fe Federal Reserve Bank launches the first phase of CBDC this July. So you know. Uh, Mr. Griffin was the one of the first guys out of the out of the box here, really explaining people what the Federal Reserve was all about and the dangers and how it needed to be abolished. Uh, and he gives uh, seven reasons. I'm going to have by by the way, there'll be a video of him saying that the seven reasons why the Fed needs to be that'll be in the bonus video. So if you miss the archives, I often have all this other news that I, I'm just not going to take my time with, and they'll be in different video formats. Those are the bonus videos in the archive. They come way down in the article. So if you, if you're interested in those, check those out. They go on my, you know, private, my personal rumble channel and all as well. Yeah. So he's going to be coming on that. And, um, and so hopefully we'll get him back on. So it's, it's always good to, to have a mix of all these. So I want to do, like I say, I, I, I've got some interesting stories and also interesting people, a lady whose husband, it's horrific, was murdered in Australia, just so that they could get the first person that was unvaxxed dies of COVID. And the news story was already primed. She walked out of the hospital and was warned by a nurse not to watch the news. When she got home, they were reporting on the news her husband was dead. And uh, that was, you know, 
just a, a cash for corpses. It, they needed a victim, and, and I believe that's what they did. They just killed him so that they had the victim, and the news story was already primed. It okay. really is terrible, but they've, um, you know, given me I, – I do um, – uh, I – and then a doc- just to tell everybody this last bit, which is really nice, um, Dr. Tess Laurie, who is wonderful. She's from South Africa and she's campaigned tirelessly um, about the use of ivermectin. And um, we actually had a meeting this week, which was really, really cool to now, you know, finally, you know, we're on the same page, the two of us of what instead of keep... You know, I, I don't watch a lot of the doctors anymore that are constantly talking about what's in the vaccines and everything else. Yeah, we already bit, know that. It's a bit of a cat up the curtains. Yeah, it, it's um, it's not helping. People need solutions on how they're going to move forward. And uh, Dr. Tess Laurie, a very quietly spoken woman, and um, she has worked and, and now she wants me to to come on board, which I'm really, really flattered, honoured and grateful for with what I want to do with the nurses. And so Dr. Carrie Madey texted me this week and said, are you going to be at the Better Way conference? Well, yes, I am now. And also a couple of other people. So she's coming over, Dr. Carrie Madey, to the Better Way conference. And then she's coming with me. And we're going to go down to Tyburn to the nuns. So hopefully we'll be doing something from Tyburn. I've spoken, I've texted Mother General. So this is all going cool. So Dr. Carrie Midday will be in the house with me. And, uh, <laughs> Literally. And also, yeah. And also um, I'm on Dan, Dan Happel's Joining the Dots again. I've been on there so much uh, this Sunday night. And they are involved with, with Mr. Griffin on the Red Pill Expo. And they are funding my flight and my um, nice. accommodation. In August, yeah, that's to get wonderful. There. And I believe the vaccine thing for travel is going to be dropped. It's about to be dropped, uh, as I understand it. Well, let's hope so. Let's hope so. so you know, Kate, so one of the things like it's all coming together. Yeah, one of the things that you were saying was uh, love being on the show, even though you're getting your own shows all over the place now, uh, and soon to have your website going. But you know, we had a comment last week. Somebody very kind. So I love your show. I've seen Kate Shimrani on other shows in the UK, but she is at her best on the Sons of Liberty. And uh, so thank you for that kind brother. comment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's family here. So we, uh, yeah, we have, we have a good time. Brother and from we learned, mother. Yeah. That's what Bradley says. You're my brother from another mother. So you're my yeah. sister from another mother. Uh, well, Kate, we appreciate you very much. I do hope your ear gets better. I'm, I, I didn't shed it oh, on it's her. It's horrible, I, isn't it? Yeah. It's I, really I, and my ear is honestly i could literally i could get a marshmallow if i was to eat one and toast it next to my ear my ear yeah. is so and i thought it was my eye but of course it's not it's just that everything inside is all inflamed you actually can't even touch your fa- my my face is like a well scalped i just you know what i just i find all of this ironic that this has happened so close together because I I've never had an earache. I've never had an I mean, ear, I, I don't an ear infection. I've never had it. Yeah, and so think, this kind of it's, it's kind of weird. Within a week of each other, here we're having this kind of thing going on. It's really you strange. know what it, it is, Tim. I felt really. I'm going to tell you now, and then I'm going to leave you all in peace. I felt really guilty, folks, because I was went on to fake <laughs> fake book, which I tend to drop hand grenades. I've had about seven warnings now. I'm not, and I've not even been on there that long. I'm not allowed to do lives. <laughs> Um, anyway, I tend to drop hand grenades and then get off. So sorry if I don't answer the comments, but I really don't have a lot of time. 
I happened to go on Tim's page just to see that the poor man had been so, so incapacitated with this ear. And I thought, wow, what kind of friend am I? I'm supposed to be his sister here on his show. And I didn't even see that he was that sick. And I felt really guilty. <laughs> so guess what's happened? That guilt's been laid on me by giving me the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, I understand. That is what it. I thought, though, last night. I thought kind of god's justice on me yeah well no i don't think i don't think it's any of that but i you know i i do hope your ear gets doing better i know the people will be praying for you as well and uh, guys I'm, I'm told bradley i know he has a a thing today he just tried to call while we're doing the show here so i'm gonna have to call him back after but um i don't know if he'll be on or not but if he isn't then you'll have an educational video right there sons you guys have a great weekend uh great lord's day wait kate's got one more thing she's gonna say here hang on Hang on, hang ladies, on. Ladies, ladies, ladies. There you go. This is so true. Um, <laughs> I started taking super greens from Pure Body. You've got my link, Tim. Mm -hmm. Yep, it's in the. It'll be in the archive. The Pure Body, uh, the good, the, the good inside. It's called. Please go on there and buy the super greens. So I started taking the super greens and NAC. This is my hair. And I don't even think I'm three weeks from having the color done. I cannot believe how fast my hair is growing and lots of new hair. But of course, super greens, it's greens that stop your hair from putting all those um, nutrients into your hair. Those hmm. minerals keep your hair's color. And when your hair starts to go gray and very white, it's often when you're very deficient in minerals. So I'm taking the NAC, which has made my hair grow fast and my nails, but also uh, the super greens. I couldn't believe it. So it's going to cost me more in hairdressing. <laughs> uh, I was really shocked at how quickly my hair is growing. But anyway, super greens and it, and it helps pay my bills. So please do go on and order the super greens. Yep, I'll have the I'll have the link up. I always put it in there in the archive. And if you're looking for a grounding mat, that link is also in there. I, I got I got one for me and my wife. They're fairly inexpensive. I think they're like thirty, forty dollars. And uh and yeah, I sleep with that. And it's helped my sleep even more now that I've got the EMF stuff under control. So uh, all that's a all that's a real benefit. Um catch Bradley at three, or you can see the educational video and then have a great weekend, a great Lord's Day. Give with the people of God. Encourage hospitality out of your home, spur one another on to love and good works, and then we'll see you bright and early at 6 a.m. on Monday morning, Lord willing. Talk to you then. See you.